What is up, guys? You are listening to another episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts or hostesses. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. Welcome to another week. That's what's up. Hey. Hey. Wait, so is it host or hostesses? I think the proper terminology in 2019 should probably be hostesses, but it's fine. Yeah, because when I think of hostesses, I think of, like, somebody who works at a restaurant, but we are hostesses. We are. And is that, like, the proper female terminology? I don't know. Well, you know, in 2019, I feel like there's neither. It's either or. So I guess we are hosts and hostesses. I guess. I mean, we've been going with hosts, and we're in episode five. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. Like, we have made it. I know it's only five episodes, but it feels like so much more than that. I mean, it really has been because all the other ones, but officially on Spotify for five episodes. Oh, my God. Toot, toot to us. I'm, like, so proud that we just show up every week. And thank you, guys. Whoever is listening to this podcast, we get, like, more and more hits every week. We don't know who you are. We know who some (laughs) of you are. But please keep on listening. Keep on sharing with your friends. Because absolutely. Yeah, we really do appreciate all of you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, for real. Thank you so much. And, yeah, like Laura said, every week, we have no idea who you are out there. But thank you so much. I love it. You know, it's kind of like in a way, it's a little freaky not knowing like who are these people that are listening to us. But at the same time, it's like, wow, there's actually like a whole bunch of people listening to us. Like it's kind of cool and weird at the same time. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So anyway, we are just coming off our weekend. Me and Essie were together again, by the way. We were together twice in one month. Like what's going on? (laughs) And we were at Taco Fest this past weekend. Oh, my God. My stomach is still hurting from it. Honestly, I could eat some more tacos again. It was so good. It was so good. So it's basically, it's where the Meadowlands Fair was at? No, no, no. The Sussex County. Oh, Sussex County Fair. And it's this huge field. And all of these amazing taco trucks are just gathered around. And you go from, like, truck to truck to truck just ordering a whole bunch of like tacos. They have fresh corn. They had the most amazing cupcakes, like little truck that we don't know where, like the name or anything, but it was like bomb cupcakes. For real. You pointed that shit out as soon as we got there, but you're like, we, it was so good, but why did no one get a card? Like we don't even know what the name of the place was. I don't think we like realized that it would be that good. We're like, okay, whatever. And also by the time at, like that it got to the end, we were so hot. It was like so sunny. We were listening to this crazy grunge band for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I forgot about that. We were playing cornhole. Like we were drinking, I was drinking lemonade, but then by the end, we're just like, let's get cupcakes and let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I got sunburnt. No big deal. I actually got a little sunburn too. My shoulders hurt a little on Sunday. I was like, what's going on? And I realized I wasn't wearing that sunscreen. Yeah, well, I can't believe, I didn't know you got sunburn, but I, I definitely did. I saw it. You, your face was a little red. But yeah. my favorite part of this weekend, so we, it was me, Esty, Esty's sister, Gabby, and our cousin, Daniela. And that was super fun because all four of us went together. But I have to be honest, like my absolute favorite part is right after Taco Fest, we drove to like 25 different home goods <laughs> slash Marshall slash TJ Maxx slash like every other store. And we just went crazy shopping. We did. It was a very successful shopping day, I must say. It was the best. And it's so interesting. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but everybody has their own shopper technique. So me and Daniela like to go up and down every single aisle and literally go through like every single item. <laughs> and Gabby and Esty, I don't even know what your shopping technique was. You first, Well, okay. I didn't realize that now that we're talking about it out loud to the world. I didn't realize there was a, a shopping technique, as you call it. I mean, I can't, I don't got time to be going up and down each aisle over analyzing every piece of, I don't even know. First, you guys were looking at like pots and pans and 
I don't got time for that shit. I was like, me and Gabby were just frolicking throughout the store. And I mean, we all came out. Like I said, we had a successful shopping day, but we all came out with stuff. But you guys have so much patience and looking at everything. However, if it wasn't for the both of you, I wouldn't have gotten my avocado <laughs> my avocado holder, which I love. Did I did I really talk about it? Yes, like the avocado, exactly. Like me and Daniela went through every single shelf. P.S. When I go shopping for clothes, I don't do this. Like I hate going clothes shopping, but I think it's because it was for the home. Like we analyze every single shelf and like on deep inside, there was this avocado holder. And then SD came from who knows where she was. And she's like, I need this in my life. <laughs> it was Does it work? Yes, it's the best purchase. I don't know where it's been my entire life. And I don't understand how I survived my entire life without it. Because it is such a pain in the in the ass. And for all you listeners out there, if you can relate, please, please DM me, text message me for those of you who don't know me. Or leave us a comment on Instagram, whatever. I don't understand. Am I the only asshole who's always been covering their avocado so it doesn't get like ruined? And now, just just in case no one knew, like me, there's avocado holders in the world. I think it's great. So is it for the whole avocado or just half an avocado? No. So at first I was like, oh, shit, I might have gotten the wrong one because I don't know if you remember, but Danny picked out two. And I was like, oh, no, I only need a half. Because really, by the time I, I don't usually go through that other half until, like, you know, halfway through the week or whatever. But no, it, the whole one fits in that one as well. And because as long as you take the, the pit out of it, it's fine. Wow. So basically, the avocado doesn't go brown at all. Right. It's, I'm telling you, Laura, it's seriously as if like, I bought it from ShopRite. Shout out to ShopRite. If you want to sponsor us, go for it. <laughs> this is not an ad, but I would appreciate the sponsor. Or Home Goods. Shout out to Home Goods. Yes. Um, so I will never need an avocado holder because unlike normal people, I literally eat whole avocados every single time I eat an avocado. You know how they're like, oh, like all these like health fads, like don't eat the whole avocado. It's like not, it's all this fat. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck the fat. I'm eating this whole fucking avocado. Really? I didn't know this. I'm an avocado whore. Like if I, I think I've thought about this like very seriously. I'm not even kidding with you. Like sometimes I think if I were stuck on an island and I were to only have one type of like food source with me, I think it would be an avocado. I did not know this. I didn't know you were like such an avocado whore. Did you not see me downing that guacamole at like, that Don Jose on Saturday night because no. I was no you were you absolutely were but I didn't realize like yeah you're not supposed to eat like that so I eat it all the time I eat avocado with everything sometimes I'll just eat avocado and hot sauce uh that cannot be good for your stomach no it's amazing I feel like the avocado sort of coats the stomach and you're and you don't even feel the hot sauce Oh my. No. And I didn't know this. I really, I mean, it's a great, it's so good, but no, I can't eat like an entire one in one sitting. Like it lasts me for at least a week. Are you joking? Uh, yeah. No. I, uh, is that not, no- I don't know. Is that not normal? Not for me. Like I literally eat it in one sitting. I've never had a leftover avocado <laughs> ever <laughs> in my life. Not definitely not for one week. Like do that you, is not lasting in my refrigerator. But do you like season it or you just like, boom, right there, put it in the mouth? Sometimes it depends on how hungry I am. I will just eat the avocado. Like I'll scoop it out of the peel and I'll just eat it. Oh no, honey. No, no. Oh, I love it. So, I mean, but that's just me. Do you, like, do you, I mean, you don't, like, use it as a spread on toast? Like, have, like in the morning, have an avocado toast or put on a sandwich for lunch? No, nothing? Yeah, so I'll do avocado toast. If, I want, if I'm fancy, I'll just scoop it out of the avocado. I will make guacamole, but not really guacamole, a.k.a. avocado mash. <laughs> I'll make an avocado and tomato salad. I'll use it, like, different ways. But you prefer whole. I just prefer, uh, no, like a sliced up avocado. Yeah, I mean, I could do the slice, but I need to put that shit on something, not like right there out of the the peel. Oh, no, I will eat it. I don't care. P.S., speaking of avocados, I loved your t-shirt. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, yes, we have to post that on the Instagram for when we release this episode. Yeah, thank you. 
I want it to be somewhat festival or festive, I should say, for the event. It was freaking adorable. She had these like cute little avocados like on her shirt. And I was like, this is adorable. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, like I said, I wanted to dress the part, whatever. Oh, and my other ama- one of my other amazing purchases, you guys. Okay. And I know these things are around this. I knew was around, but I never like obtained one. And now I have one. It was a lemon holder. Yes. You were like all about the holders this weekend. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I need this in my life. I purchased that, and that is also doing well. I'm telling you, besides that was only, like, home stuff, like, for the kitchen, but I don't know where I've been my entire life that I didn't know about it. So, again, like, how long are you keeping this lemon in the holder? Because a lemon never lasts more than, like, a day and a half in my apartment. Well, I mean, what we got it over the weekend it's now almost the end of the week and it's chilling uh looking fabulous to me (laughs) are you serious so what do you do like you cut up half a lemon and like I don't understand your life right now no no actually it's actually it's the whole lemon so what I I don't know maybe I'm the only person in the world that does it but what I do I I the whole one fit and then when I was using it this during the week I cut it up in like pieces but but obviously still sustainable and yeah it's still chilling there and I'm gonna probably finish it for the rest of the week and and I, I mean I'm sure I'll be done by the end of the week but still but what are you putting your lemon pieces into water Lit- like you don't cut up half a lemon squeeze it and drop it in no oh no that's like no 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 I, I do it gradually like no I can't I can't I can't have it like like that all the time I have to be in the mood for lemon water if this does not describe our personalities, I don't know what does. Like, <laughs> you literally save your whole lemon for a week and cut it up gradually. And I literally chop up the lemon, like, use it in my first glass of water in the morning, and it's it's done. Like, it's over. <laughs> what are you talking? That's like a waste of a lemon. No, it's just you get very citrusy water. Yeah, I'm no. That's that to me. Why when you could use it gradually and last you all week? I don't know, but I'm starting to think like I'm very like compulsive, and I don't know. I just I didn't realize like you can like it didn't even occur to me. I can chop it up into little tiny slices. Like uh, yeah, what, what's the point of the uh, lemon holder, girl? No, for me it's either like whole, half, quarters, the end. Oh, no. I I mean, I use it gradually. I mean, I don't know. Is that not the right thing to do? No, yeah. You do you, do you boo. But, like, <laughs> I I don't know. I'm learning something new right now. No, you're te- – uh, you're, I'm learning something new. I had no idea you were obsessed with avocados. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my – you know what's the best? Avocado and lemon. Ew. Stop. But let me, let me explain it, though. So it's my, like, ghetto – guacamole right so it's literally just mashed up avocado squeeze a whole lemon in it not a slice actually no I'll do like half a lemon in it put some like pink sea salt and then some red pepper chili flakes and mix it up and eat it so that sounds actually I mean that doesn't sound like a terrible yeah it's ghetto guacamole it's amazing you don't put any onions in your guac not in my ghetto guac not in your get. I'm sorry, I forgot this was the ghetto version of it. I should trademark that shit. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. You're putting it out to the world, so who knows? Guys, don't steal my idea. <laughs> and if you do, I want some like financial money. Financial <laughs> money. Yeah. <laughs> some rights. Some rights to it. Some yeah. compensation. There you go. There you go. Oh my god. So. I was telling you this on Saturday. So we went so we went to Taco Fest and obviously there were drinks there, but I did not drink and I had lemonade because I did a one month sober of not drinking. So yeah. I didn't drink for 30 days. Yes. Please please tell listeners out there how you survived and I will it's she's being accurate. She did not drink. I was shocked and she's been doing really really well. So I'm really proud of you, but I don't know how the hell you're doing it. I mean, so, so let me give some context. So before I decided to not drink, I was partying like crazy, right? Because there were lots of summer celebrations. I got engaged this summer. It was my birthday, you know, everyday life. And I was just like drinking, 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 having so much fun. And I woke up one day and I literally felt like my body was so poisoned 
from like the excessive it's not even excessive partying I think it was just like this consistent thing that I was doing just celebrating so much so I was I woke up I'm like I'm gonna do one month no alcohol and the first week it was so hard sorry if you hear like weird noises in the background guys like side note that's my dishwasher um but the first week was so hard I had so much anxiety and I don't even know why maybe it's like it's not even a withdrawal because I wasn't even drinking like that much, but it, it was just like weird. It was almost like, oh, I want my drink after work, you know, but 30 days in actually like a week and a half in to the 30 day, you just feel so good, so clear, so focused and your skin just glows. So I think I might do it again. Yeah. Like you're a different person. Yeah. But you know what I have to say it is weird going out when you're not drinking. Yeah, like, what were you, or if you, like, when you were going out to eat and stuff, I mean, I know what you did when we went out to eat, but, like, all the time, like, aren't you were just craving a glass of beer or, like, a glass of wine or, like, a mixed drink? Like, you weren't just craving it at any time you were going out at all? No. So after, like, the first week and a half, I was actually excited to not drink. Like, I liked ordering my sparkling water, but there's pressure when you go out to when you go out to eat or something and people are like, oh, have like a glass of this or glad. And I'm like, no, like I'm not drinking. And it's like such like a weird thing to tell people you're not drinking because they just they're like, what do you mean you're not drinking? Like, what's just have like a sip or like a glass. And I'm just like, no, like I'm not having a glass of anything. So I think that was like the weirdest part. But it's I don't know. It just felt so good. I highly suggest like you guys to try it because you really do like you become so super focused it's amazing yeah it's like your whole body is shifting and it it, at first it's like going into shock you're like uh where the hell is the alcohol but then it gets used to it and you get used to it and your body's shifting and it's just like hey we're gonna like start processing it and we're gonna live our best life (laughs) yep and your skin looks so good oh uh, yeah absolutely you're glowing there's no, yeah, it's just good for you. I'm, like I said, I'm really proud of you. So good for you. Are you going to keep doing it or what are you? This weekend, I'm definitely partying, have like weddings, birthdays, engagement celebrations. But then on Monday, I don't think I'm not going to not drink. I'm just going to drink less. So I'll there save it for like, you know, going out to dinner or, you know, I'm not going to do like the every night type of thing. There you go. Okay. I, yeah. I support it. Yes, it's amazing. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Um, all right. I think it's time to get into our lovely meat of the show. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, first and foremost, I can't. Actually, I kind of missed her craziness, but Amanda Bynes is back on social media. So that's the that's me. That's that yes. girl, right? Yeah, yeah. Her. <laughs> Um, I can't even describe it. I'm not even for our listeners out there. I'm not even going to ruin it for you. You need to go on Instagram and see the picture that she posted of herself. I literally was dying. And I think this is what the world has been missing, to be honest with you, because of all the shit that's going on in the world. And a lot of the stuff is super negative, but, um, she's crazy. And I, I, I love that. And I think it's hysterical. And I think that's what we've been missing. And now here we are talking about it. But she's back on social media, more bizarre than ever. I'm pretty sure she's still on some type of, um, I don't know. She's definitely using for sure because her shit is so cryptic. It doesn't make any sense. But the for the picture that she posted of herself, of her selfie, I, I, you have to see. Did you see it? No, I didn't even know. she. You know what? I totally, completely forgot about her. And I didn't even know she was back on social media. But now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, how did I not look her up on social media because she is so crazy and psychotic yeah it's, but she's uh, a good time yeah no it's, it, it's hysterical i think that's what i'm saying i think the world needs some of this um she the thing is i don't understand how this is happening actually no that's a lie i do know how it's happening so she's apparently been in rehab this entire time and she was released from rehab to graduate because she was went to school uh, i believe actually in the city I don't know where, but she went to, uh, she was in the, yeah, in the city and she was graduating. Although I'm not sure how you graduate in September. So that's, what's a little weird to me, but whatever. Um, they released her from rehab to do her graduation and she's back on social media for the time that she's out. And here we are. Wow. She did not waste any time getting back in the public eye. 
No, not at all. And it's you have again. I'm not gonna ruin it for everyone. You guys have to look out for yourself. The picture, it you just if you're having a shitty day, or you wanted a good smile or a good laugh, go look at this picture. <laughs> Does she already have like a hundred thousand followers? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I think she already did to begin with, but you deactivate it. So I don't know. It's not like they go away, right? Your followers. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I was like, how does a celebrity do that? How do they like not go on social media? And then they just start up an account. And then they just gain like a million followers overnight. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure they have PR people to do that for them. Oh, yeah, that's very true. But I Um, cannot wait to go see this picture. Right. Um, We need to put that on our vision board for 2020. We need to hire a PR person for our podcast. That is on. I'm literally making a note right now. <laughs> PR vision board. Yes. When um, so number one is we need Chris Kardashian. Remember? Uh, yeah, she's gonna be our new manager. Right. Number two is we need to get a yacht. Uh, yeah, because Chris Jenner is gonna charter one for us. Exactly. And number three, we need to hire PR. But we have a budget here, people. We are not messing around. We're done. This is going to be a great vision board, and we will share it with all of you. Exactly. Um, number two, okay, I'm so excited. Here comes my smile again. My girl, Kelly Clarkson's show came on this week. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tell me all about it. So I'm the worst, and I didn't watch it, but now that you mentioned it to me again, I'm going to go, and I'm going to record it. You have to, or just go check it out on demand. I'm telling you, you guys. She is, I I don't understand how no one does not like her. I don't think there's not a person in the world doesn't like her. And if you do, I don't know what's wrong with you because she literally is just the sweetest soul and she's just like a good all around person. And I just can't even get over how amazing she is. So she's singing. So every, every episode she comes out on her, um, I don't, I hope I'm not going to ruin it for everybody, but no ruin it, please. (laughs) Um, well, I'll give you a little version of it so every episode she comes out like as her entrance and she sings a song but it's not one of her songs it's like the audience gets to pick a song that she sings so she's doing like a rendition of whatever like the other day she did the Jonas Brothers uh it's just like all these different songs and she obviously sings in her version her way and she's dancing and she's having a great time and she has some um some special guests on there she had like uh Dwayne Johnson on Ellen DeGeneres came on like she had all these people yeah yeah she She's just doing, and she's giving back. Like she's already giving back to the communities. Um, her one of her episodes, she was devoting to like all teachers, and you know, because they don't get enough recognition. Where she's absolutely right, and she's just uh, so sweet. And then I just, I just love her. I really do. I don't know how anyone does not like her. Oh my god, that sounds so adorable. I have to like watch it. I feel like exactly like this is like what's missing like on TV. Like just some good wholesome like people on TV living life like all about laughs like that's why I love daytime television it's like so light and like whatever but I love that she's singing do you think it's live uh I think so I mean I don't know because I well I do think that the no actually I'm lying no I don't I think it's pre-recorded her singing is pre-recorded I think the whole show is pre-recorded and then she puts it out oh oh yeah the whole show is definitely pre-recorded it's not live but I'm, I'm talking about her singing Oh, like as as when she's walking in onto the audience. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, we should have. I should start singing our theme song. It's the lunchbox chats with Laura and Esty. <laughs> oh wait, no, with Esty and Laura. <laughs> oh my god, I think I'm no offense. I think we lost some listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at number four on our vision board, Kelly Clarkson to sing our theme (laughs) song yes i would love that oh my gosh she i'm telling you i like i said i was so lucky enough to go see her concert this year and she is so so amazing so like none of that lip syncing bullshit none of everything she does herself it's just she's awesome all around a good person but speaking of which my girl wendy starts next week wait her show's coming back on yeah her show comes back out next week um I'm super excited. I feel like she has a lot to bring this season because she's been, you know, out this whole time, this summer, really. And she's been single and she's dating. And um, yeah, she's just, and she's back out in there. You know, like I said, I felt like I've said this before. I feel like when she was married, she wasn't doing a whole lot. She was more of a homebody. She wasn't really out promoting the show. She wasn't active on social media. Now she's like doing her thing. Do you think she's going to bring her life to the show? 
I mean, that all, see, I don't know, because I'm, we have to still see if she's going to be on the um, Housewives of New York, because why, why do that if you're going to be on that show as well? Yes, 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 very true. So, I mean, I guess we have to stay tuned and see, but um, I know, I'm excited, I'm excited, so we'll, we shall see. Yeah, you need to send me a reminder to record Wendy Williams, too, because you love her, and I need to get on that train. Yeah, you're missing out. She's just she's just a good time. She's just a good time. And last but not least, um, Mike, the situation from the Jersey Shore has been released from jail. Wow. Wait, so how long was he in jail for? Eight months. Holy crap. I know. I feel like it was just yesterday she, he went in. Holy. Wait, so he basically, he got married, and then the next day he went to jail? Pretty well, not the very next day, but I think it was like a couple weeks after the marriage. Yeah, I mean, he busted that out real quick, and um, actually, that's one of I think one of his um, statements as he was uh, as he was being released. He said, "Now I'm gonna go make little situations." <laughs> oh my god, that's hysterical! <laughs> yeah, and his wife is oh my gosh, she's so sweet, and God bless her for you know sticking around and being there for him through it all. That's that is what true love is all about, people. Wait, so did he, why did he go to jail? Like drugs, fraud, all I of the above? I think the whole tax evasion nonsense. Ah, okay. Yes, that makes total sense. Yeah, so um, he got a lesser sentence, le- excuse me, lesser sentence than his brother who got two years. Um, <gasps> why do you that, think that is? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know the whole like legality of it. And I don't want to put that out there because God forbid we get sued. I have no idea. But I do that. I do know it was like a big thing, like why he got lesser than him. But I don't know if his brother's been doing it a lot longer than Mike. I, I don't know. I really I don't know unless Mike has been, you know, trying to pay that stuff back sooner than his brother and doing. Wow. I know he's been doing a lot more stuff out in the community to make up for it. Like he's doing a lot of like community service and giving back. And he's been teaching at all these different um, rehabilitation centers. I'm not sure. I I really don't know all of it, but I'm sure they're going to disclose all that on the new season of the Jersey Shore, which they still are at this very moment are currently filming and it's still out on like for us to watch. Mm, Interesting. So my whole thing with Mike, so I watched him on um, that show, the medium show with Tyler Henry I think his name is Sattler Henry. I might just be making that whole name up. But basically, there's, like, this celebrity medium, and he was on it. And he just seemed, like, so humbled because he – this was pre-jail. So he just seemed, like, so humbled by the whole situation. <laughs> but it, he just, like <laughs> – I can't. I can't handle myself. Um, he just seemed so humbled by the whole situation and was just, like, very – upset about it and the medium actually told him like don't worry it's going to work in your favor and it kind of did because he got off like way earlier yeah i i the thing is is i want to say i mean eight months is i mean it's still eight months i mean it's yeah. a long time but i don't know that's the thing i don't i don't know like all the details i don't know if he got like a year and he only did eight months a year but from he went into today it's been eight months Wow. Well, I mean, I'm sure he had a lot to think of and I hope he came out renewed and just like a brand new person and really wanting to take on life. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope him and Lauren go and make little situations. So cute. Yeah. Super cute. I love it. So now I kind of want to talk about a lesser fun topic, but really real one that affects SD really personally, one that affected me and our whole entire family. And I just want to thank you before we even start for being so vulnerable about you sharing this, because I know it was like a really just scary time in your life. And for you to come out and share this with the public, it's, it's, I think it's going to change like a lot of lives just to get your perspective on this. So I remember, so almost two years ago, September 6th or September 5th, actually, like 2017, I got the worst call from, actually, to be honest, you guys, I feel like I don't even know how I heard, but I either got a text message or my mom called me and basically telling me that SC was going into brain surgery. And I just remember this entire numbing feeling coming over my body like not even comprehending what was happening and 
I mean, I still can't comprehend what happens. I feel like it's such a blur. And here we are two years later and we're, you know, on this podcast and I mean, eh, like take us back. Like how did it all sort of start? Like what happened? Well, first and foremost, I definitely want to just, you know, say thank you for putting that out there for me to start this conversation. Cause as you were introducing it, my heart right now is literally racing. Um, but all good things, all good things. Um, like I, I said this in the very beginning, like episode one, had you asked me if I'd be sharing this out with the world? The answer is absolutely not. So I feel as if this brain surgery completely changed me 100%. And I'm so grateful and thankful to be here to this day to talk about it. And I have this platform now that I can talk about it. And I get to do that with you. And um, you're helping me make it more comfortable for me to talk about it. So here we go. Yeah. Um, two years ago, um, I had this terrible, terrible, terrible migraine, or I, at least I thought it was on the right side of my head. Um, it lasted a couple of days and I just, you know, I was like, whatever I'm at, I was at work at the time and it was my long weekend to be working. And I just, it, I would just, you know, take Tylenol, whatever, or Motrin and it, it would like, you know, minimize the pain, but it was still there. And to be honest, after three days of this constant, you know, headache, I, I just, something didn't feel right to me. I didn't feel myself. I, I knew after my one shift that I, I was work for a long period of time at that night when I was driving home, I, I, I could barely see. I, I was, it was I, like, my hearing was, is like, was going in. It was, it was just not right. Um, the next day I was supposed to go back to work and I didn't, I, I just remember, I barely slept that night. I called my mother first thing in the morning and I was just like, can you please take me to the ER? Because I don't feel right. Like, I don't know if it's like a severe migraine or sinus infection. I swear that is what I thought was happening. And um, I thank God that I listened to myself. I listened to my body um, and I went and it was probably one of the best decisions I made. Um, because getting in there, getting all these tests done, and um, they couldn't find anything. And he, the, the doctor, um, you know, I, I thank him as well, because he wanted to do a CT scan on me. And I was like, all right, that's a little dramatic, but whatever, you're the doctor, not me. And thank God he did, because that's when they developed that there was bl uh, blood in my brain. Wow. And it was, it, it was, it had been there for quite some time. Um, hence my headache that was lasting that long. And um, he rushed me uh, via ambulance to a nearby hospital that specialized in neurology. And um, I'm actually, I'm, I apologize if my voice sounds like a little whatever. I, I'm, it's, I'm just getting emotional thinking about it and talking about it because we did just hit the two year mark for myself. It's been a, a really emotional, emotional uh, week for me, but again, a good way. This is all good. So I don't want anyone to feel some type of way. This is all good, I promise. Um, You're doing so well. Oh, thank you. And um, yeah, so I got rushed to the nearby hospital. And it was, like I said, Laura, everything was happening so fast. I didn't even get a chance to process, you know, what was really happening. Okay, so right. they they just like, okay, you have blood in your brain. And, the next, and they're like, we can't do anything for here, uh, for you here. We need to send you out. And um they need to, you know, you need to run more tests because, you, uh, you know, you, it's not nor normal to at, at my age for these things to be happening. Yeah. Um, so I get there. I, I, um, and I also, you know, want to want to put out there to, too. like I was in the best care ever. These these nurses and doctors, again, like just like teachers, they don't get the like the recognition they deserve. It was amazing. I I seriously remember every single person's name who was helping me. And I, I vividly their faces and they're just amazing. And it's, it's weird because after this whole process happened with me, I was in there for quite some time. I went back because I just wanted to, I, I it was, it was weird. I, I bought like cookies and I brought them cards and stuff. Cause I just wanted to thank them because if it wasn't for them, I, you know, I don't think I'd be here, you know? And of course. Um, so yeah, we, I'm there, I'm at the other hospital, they're doing all these tests and all this stuff. And from the time I was at the one hospital to the next, um, my, my brain was still bleeding and it, it was, it was more and more and more. And 
um, pretty much now we're like, okay, you need to go in for emergency brain surgery. And I just, I just went numb. I didn't know what I was like, what, what, what are you talking about? Like, how is this happening? You know, like, so I guess like walk us through that, like, like your body completely went numb and you were saying like, everything's just going by so quickly. Like, what do you, were you even thinking of that at that moment? Like, did anything like come to your head or you were just completely like, what is going on? Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it is. I just said, I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't know what that meant. You know what I mean? I'm like emergency brain surgery. Like, I, I, it was, it was just so hard to process. I, I went numb. I, I, I went into shock because I couldn't grasp it. And then I just started crying and anyone who knows me know I don't cry. So it's really hard for me to express that and, um, put it out there as I am doing this right now. So, um, it is, it's, it is difficult for me, but I'm, I'm getting so much better at that. And, um, I think this process has also helped me be that person, but, I just went, I was just like, oh my God, like, you know, I'm not married yet. I, I don't have kids yet. I, I, you know, I was like, my dad hasn't walked me down the aisle. I haven't had my dance with my dad. Like all these crazy things went through my head. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, yeah. Like, I'm like, I, I'm, I have to see my sister, like, because my, my sister wasn't there. Like, and it was just my mom, like, it, it was just all these things. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I was like, there's so much more I want to do in my career. And I was like, this is not like, I, I don't, I was like, is this really going to happen to me? And then the word that I didn't think was going to be said to me is that I met, I met my surgeon and he came in and he explained everything super thorough to me and went through the pros, the cons. And then he said that if, because my smart ass was like, okay, so if I don't do this, you know, and that, and I, and that's what I think I really needed that reality check for myself. Cause he pretty much said, well, he's like, if you don't do this, then you're not going to make it. And I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't comprehend that. And he said, if we wait any longer, I can't promise you that, you know, there is a tomorrow or a day after tomorrow. And he, you know, he went through all the side effects and, you know, all the precautions. And and it was just, honestly, Lord, I couldn't, I couldn't process. I was just, there's so much going on. And to see my mother just break down in front of me and, you know, you know her and as, yeah. you know, our family, she's one of the strongest people I know. I could, it just killed me to see her that way, you know? Of course. I mean, that is, I can't even imagine like what she went through in that moment. Just like, of course I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to process any of that information and, you know, let alone this all happen. What in a matter of hours, I feel. Yep. It sure did. Like, from the moment, like, you went to the hospital to the moment, like, you were in surgery, it just went by so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's so, thank God, like, the surgery went well. Thank you, Jesus Christ, because Esty was sending out text messages before her surgery. And it was, I mean, I understand, because it's like, at that point, you have to be real with yourself, you know? It's like, there was that chance that you wouldn't wake up from that surgery, but you did you're and you're good and everything's good. But coming out of that surgery, like the first moment you open your eyes, like what, what was going through your head? Like, was there like that first thought? Yeah. I didn't know where I was. I was so out of it. My surgery was um, six hours long. Um, wow. I didn't they, realize it was that long. They found a lot more, um, obviously when they're in there, there's a lot more blood and um, it, it was, it was just a, it was, I didn't know. I didn't know where the hell I was. I didn't know what was happening. Um, and then I remember I was like having like a panic attack. I freaked out or whatever. And I, honestly, the one that I just remember like screaming and yelling for my mother, like just that I do remember that very, 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 very vividly. And thank God she, um, uh, the nurse again, uh, God, God bless her. She got my mom for me, who was you know, at that time, I guess, like, our whole entire freaking family was in the waiting room along with, yeah. like, you know, a lot of my friends and whatnot. And, um, you know, she was there and, and I, I, I saw her and I, as soon as I saw her, I just, I was like, I had like, I, you know, that means, okay, I made it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm alive because you're right. I did. I did say my goodbyes to everyone via text. This is very true. Um, I, because I, I wasn't guaranteed the next day, you know, so I wanted to make sure I tell everyone that I love um, that I do love them and I had to say my proper goodbyes. Yeah. It was a shitty way, but that's the only thing I knew how to do. And 
um, you know, I'm sure for people who are listening, they're like, you know, well, that's that's immature, or how is that? How are you thinking about that? Or maybe that's super selfish. But that's all I knew how to do, and that's I, I was comfortable with it. You know what I mean? And in the circumstances, I was like tied up. I had all these freaking like things on me, getting monitored left and right, and I just I just had to do it. And you know, I again, I thank God and my guardian angels for sure for watching over me and uh yeah i'm here now and it's been a long long two years so much has changed um i'm not the same person for sure um this whole experience has changed me and this whole process too you know um yeah. i've lost some people i've gained some people um my health is um so much better and i know i shot that out in our gratitude section of our episodes about it and I, it's just, it, I really am. I'm, I, like I said, I'm a different person than I was. Um, the first year for sure was really, really difficult for me because I wasn't able to do a whole lot. I wasn't able to run. I wasn't able to jump. I couldn't be on a plane. It, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do so. I was so limited. But I also learned patience through that, you know? Mm. So I lost, but I gained, if that makes sense. Yeah. I remember the first year and it was, it was really hard for you because it's almost like, you lost who you were because you were so limited in doing like, and you're an active person and like, you love like doing all of these things and coaching and, you know, being very like active and for you to lose that and just like watching you through that. And it's just like, Oh my gosh. But like you said, you learn patience and you sort of learn acceptance and from pre-surgery to now you are a completely transformed person you're literally like a brand new person I feel (laughs) and it's like I feel like you sort of had like a come to God moment you know and it's just like I feel like you're so much more at peace in a way you know where it's like you let things go like very easily and like you look for the silver lining and I don't know, like from the outside, I feel like you just have so much of a deeper appreciation for life and for people. And like, you can really feel that through your energy. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. And thank you so much. And you're so right. It is like, there's so much shit that I let slide and, and, and not in a bad way. I I mean that because really it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I think when anyone goes through a near death experience, the the small shit doesn't matter anymore you know what i mean and if you're not here to be by my side to support me or you know just even you know come along with me on the ride then what are we doing you know what i mean i don't got time to be sitting here worrying about all the little like petty shit and really it's not important <laughs> you know if it's if this is how i say it and you know you and i talk about this if if we're not assisting one another and growing then what are we doing Amen, girl. Amen. I feel like you just have a newfound appreciation for time, you know, and like time is like so precious and like you really are intentional with it and how you spend it now. And I'm so proud of like your self-love journey through all of this because I feel like that was like the biggest transformation I've seen in you where you're finally allowing yourself to put yourself first and your needs first. And I think that is just so important, you know, for anybody in this life. And unfortunately, sometimes it takes these like dramatic occurrences for us to do that. But you've really like, you've really taken that and you really, you've learned how to put yourself first in it. Yeah, no, thank you. I thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet. I appreciate that. I, I really do. And um, I think in the past, this past year alone, I've become and you know what, I used to think this was a terrible characteristic, because I was never that way. But in this past year, I've become so selfish. And I mean that with the utmost respect. I don't mean that in a negative way. I just started putting my heart first. And like I said, I've lost some people along the way. And that's okay because there's a reason for where I am at right now, you know, and it was hard. Like I said, it was a hard pill to swallow, but I decided that my heart is, should be my number one priority. You know what I mean? I was investing it in, in places and in people that I thought were authentic. You know what I mean? And when you have these kind of experiences that you go through, I I just like, okay, well, you were there for me. Don't get me wrong. You were, but where are you at now? You know what I mean? And it's, it's like, it's, it's so, it's so minuscule to the bigger picture. And I feel as though, um, 
you know, like I said, the first year was rough. It was, it was rough. But like you said, I, I found myself and I was so limited on so many things. Like you said, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to coach. Um, so I'll put that out there. So for those of you who know me, I do, I coach uh, literally uh, basketball. Um, I've been something I've been doing for, for a couple of years now. I love it. And I wasn't able to do that. Um, I also play basketball, so I wasn't able to do that. But in this past year, I'm back to that stuff. You know, I, I thought I wasn't able to do that, wasn't able to work out, wasn't able to do those things. And here I am and I'm able to, I mean, I'm, I'm not coaching that I'm not um, only because of it conflicts with my, my work schedules this season. So hopefully I'll get back to it next season, but um, it, yeah, it's just those things that I thought I lost and I wasn't able to do. And I, I regained. And the other thing too, is in the first year is that I was so not used to asking for help. Mm. And I did that. And it was such a weird transformation for me to rely on other people and, you know, put down my walls and be vulnerable like that. And in that, in that, in that avenue of my life. And, and I was able to do that. And now I think that's what helped me and molded me to where we are right now and being able to do this on the podcast for our listeners and for the world to hear and you know, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, you asked me two years ago if I was able to do this. The answer is hell no, you know, but I think everything happens for a reason and we're put on this earth for, for many, many things. And, you know, I'm just thankful that I'm alive and able to do this and share with you guys. And um, yeah, so here I am. <laughs> yeah. So what made you, because I know, um, like you said, like two years ago, you weren't in this space to share. Like what made you say, now is the time like it's time for like me to share this with everybody like on the podcast yeah but I feel also you've just been a lot more open about it like in general in life I feel like did something like is there more acceptance towards it is it because now you're like you're two years out like what sort of like what made you get to this point where it's like okay and now I'm ready I think it was the moment that I was told that I could do those things again, but mm. little by little. I think that I like it wasn't good enough for me. I and I know that sounds really messed up, but in hindsight, I was just like, no, I want to be back to that person. And I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, I was. I was. I, I had gained a ridiculous amount of weight. I was depressed. I was and not in a good headspace for the first year at all. I think I completely lost myself and I thought at the time that's who I was and like how I was going through the process, but I completely lost myself. And in this past year, um, I, it was like a new me. And, and I don't know, I really, I don't know where I got that strength from and I don't know where I got that reality check from. Um, but it wasn't good enough for me and I wasn't, and I wasn't going to settle and I wanted to keep pushing and, and I knew that's not where I was complacent, you know, and I know I, how many times I've reached out to you and I'm just like, who am I? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, I need to go talk to somebody about this. I need to get this off my chest. Like I'm not okay. Like, you know, my anxiety, I, I developed anxiety. I've never had anxiety in my entire life, you know, and what I do for a living it's I, it just I never had this stuff like I was all these things were coming to light and I'm not saying I you know hit it under the rug or anything I think that I never dealt with it and I, I just because I'm just always on the go and constant constant I finally was able to like I said for a whole year sit back and and, and really like analyze like what the hell are you doing you know what I mean because I wasn't able yeah. to do a whole lot right so you sort of had to like go inside and sort of like work there yeah Yeah. It like made you stop. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. What would you tell other people like going through like a difficult time, like going through, obviously like they might not be like going through the same exact situation, but there are people out there who have lost themselves for a variety of different reasons. Like, is there any advice, like when you were at your lowest low, like, what was that thing to sort of bring you up? And is there anything that like you can give to our listeners to like help them if they are in a similar situation as you emotionally? Yeah, yeah um, for sure. Yeah. I think when you're, when you're at your lowest low, you know, that saying is that you only could go up. It's so true. It's so, it's so, it's so, 
it's very simple, but you don't believe it because you don't think you could ever get up. And the truth of the matter is you can. When you're so low and you don't, you're just inside your head, constantly inside your head, and just you can't even like muster up to get out of bed or, you know, and like sweatpants or hoodies is all I was, you know, comfortable in because I, I couldn't stand how I was physically looking and, and I just gained this weight and I, I wasn't active and, you know, and, and that's another thing like exercising helps you with, you know, burning off those endorphins and, you know, keeps your mind stimulated. And, and I know all these things, you know, I do this stuff for a living and I know all the things to do. I just couldn't do it or I didn't mm -hmm. have the energy to do it. But what I will say is that you can do it. You absolutely can. And you're at your low and you think there's like no one else to help you. And you're like, you're the, your life is so shitty and how like pity me and like, woe me and like nothing I'm doing is ever going to be good enough. No, that's not true. You can do it. And I just, there's, there's, you gotta like really dig deep down inside and find that. And you just keep at it, keep at it, chip away at it, chip away at it, chip away at it. And when you keep chipping away at it, I promise you guys, it's just like a whole new you. It's like you, you kept chipping, chipping away at it. And it's just like, I could breathe again. Like this whole thing was on my shoulders. And now I, I literally could breathe again, this fresh air and I could breathe again. Mm, I love that. So what I'm getting is like day by day you did like even something small to just get yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you told yourself? Um, yeah. I told myself that I have to stop living this lifestyle and that I have to, you know, find my way in, in whatever that was to do, make it better because it wasn't a good path for me. And I was like, all right, I need to go talk to somebody about this. I need to get my shit together because this isn't, this isn't healthy. This isn't the, what I want to do. And, um, I was, I was fortunate enough to do that. And I was able to, you know, be, be with someone super comfortable enough to be able to, you know, talk about how I'm feeling and the, my process and how to, how to get through this. And um, little by little, I was getting more and more motivation and more and more, willpower to to keep doing it i would you know i then I, I had all these doctor's appointments lined up i had all these um you know specialists and scans to do and blood work to do and you know i every, every the weeks by weeks turned into months and you know a year later i was like okay like i was cleared to start working out again i was cleared that i was able to like travel i wasn't able to travel i wasn't able you know, like there was just all these little things that were happening and yeah it, it took a whole freaking year but i was able to do it and then you know, little by little, I was like, oh, I was getting my voice back. I was getting me back. It was, I was back to being Esty and I lost, I lost her. I did. I, I lost her. And again, I have not been the easiest person <laughs> to deal with. You know, I, I know that I, there's a lot of work being done on myself. Um, and all for all the right reasons, I think, because it led me to today, really. Wow. I like, I feel like I'm going to cry on my end. No, no, please don't. Um, no, that's, I, that's amazing. It's like, seriously, like amazing that like from there, like you're here. It's really like, it's incredible. No, thank you. And I, I appreciate that. And um, again, I can't thank you enough for helping me like talk about this. And I, that's, you know, it, it, it's, again, I would not be doing this and, You've been there for me every step of the way. I, I'll never forget you being at the hospital that day. And you are one of the people I did send that text message to. You were right. I did. Um, I'll be honest with you. I know I said this to you actually when we hung out the other weekend. I don't regret doing that. And I, no. I know I got a lot of shit for people. Uh, or I'm sorry. I know I'm probably getting a lot of shit from people for putting that out there because they're, you know who you are, who you're listening to, who got those text messages. Um, Oops, sorry. I, what? <laughs> It's like, damn, I didn't, I, I didn't even realize it. No, no, it's okay. No, I, you, it's not okay. I, I, I want to talk about it. Cause yeah. um, they, 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 you know who you are and I did it out of a place of love. And that was my way of, um, you know, I, I just wanted to tell you guys that I loved you and I had to say goodbye and I don't regret it. I really don't. Um, I've talked to each and single person. I sent that those text messages to, we've talked about it lengthily, you being one of them. And, it wasn't a negative thing. I, to this day, I don't regret it. I, it was just my way of expressing myself and, you know, how I am with my words. And it, it was, it was, I, 
I'm, what I'm trying to say, it was a place from love and it was, a, it was coming from a good place of love. And um, I don't regret it. And I just am thankful that for you to be here with me, because you've been on this journey, you've been on the other end of it with me and you've gone through my ups and, uh, ups and downs and my highs and my lows and you, you never left. So I, I appreciate that. Never leaving. I'm like, like some like sticky tack things i just stick to you (laughs) well thank you thank you like for being so vulnerable and like coming to the table and like sharing yourself and i know how hard it was but i know how much others will like take something from what you said because i know from your journey like i've taken so much like for myself you know because it's i mean it's it's a lot and it's you it sort of puts everything into perspective it really does it really does and uh you're welcome and Thank you for, you know, allowing me to talk about it um, on our podcast. Um, I appreciate you taking the time for this episode to make it about my my experience. So thank you for, for that. And, you know, I'm if anyone out there is listening, um, you know, if I, if I could shed some light on any of it, I hope that helps. And if not, you get to le- learn a little bit more about me. But for real, guys, like anything, anything you feel or you just don't like feel yourself, for, there's help out there go 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 seek help there's hotlines just if you don't feel about your body or anything like go to the doctors like listen to your body yeah you're never alone in this world there's always somebody out there who who will help so yeah. don't ever think that you're alone even in your darkest of times yes yes absolutely yes on that note let's take it to our last segment of the night, our gratitude list, because after that conversation, I mean, there's a lot to be grateful for. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, go ahead. So this week, I am thankful for my fiance, which it still feels weird calling him my fiance. I always say boyfriend. (laughs) But um, I mean, he's just he's the best ever. He's like, so handsome. And he's so supportive. He's such a safe space for me. And most importantly, he calls me out on my shit. Like, he does not let me get away with anything. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really important to have your other half be that person for you who can support you but can equally be like, hey, like, this is not okay. So I'm very, very grateful for him. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm still going. Uh, The second thing I'm grateful for is my plants. So I have, so I name all my plants. Essie thinks I'm crazy. So I have Giuseppe (laughs) in my kitchen. He's a cornstalk plant. I have Rosie, my (laughs) little cute little snake plant in like my little hallway. And then I have Fiorella, who is actually my mom's plant, who my mother named because Fiorella, I think was supposed to be her name. So she named the plant after the name she never got. And that's um, a snake plant in my bedroom. Wait, Fiorella? Fiorella. Oh, like flower in Italian. Like a little flower. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't know why I thought you meant to say Fiona, but you're just putting like an Italian twist on it. No, definitely not. It's Fiorella. Okay, my bad. Sorry. (laughs) Yes. And the last thing I'm most grateful for is my mama because, I mean, one, I wouldn't be here without her. I mean, what kind of life would that be? No, but she's honestly like everything. Like she's my rock. She's my therapist. She's my teacher. She's... She's honestly the greatest human to ever live, and I can never be, like, grateful enough for her. And I just, I gotta go tell her that. I don't think I tell her that enough. Oh, so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. Um, for myself, um, I, that's, I put my mom as that, for sure. I definitely put my mom, for sure. Um, only because we're talking about everything going on, and um, she was literally by my side the entire experience, and to this very day. Um, she is, and um, I'm so, so, so thankful for her. She has literally been there through it all for me, so I am so grateful for her. She's amazing, and like I said, I'll say it again, she's probably one of the strongest women I know. Actually, oh, for the strongest, sure. Strongest your, mo- woman I know. your mom's the best. Like, yeah. I feel like I can be also be her daughter. Like, yeah. she's really such a great person. We should have our moms, like, on the show for sure. Heard that, yes. Yeah, we're going to need, like, a translator, though. Uh, yes, we do for them. We do. <laughs> um, I would also want to put my friends. Um, super grateful for them. They have been also there for me um, through it all. Uh, I, I literally don't know where I'd be without them. And especially 
this past week with my two year, uh, they have been there so, so much. And I, 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 I really, really can't stress this enough. I've had like an amazing circle of friends. I really do. Um, they have been uh, the, my two, two very best friends. I've been friends with them since high school. And I really don't think there's that type of friendship out in the world nowadays. And I'm so, so grateful for them. And they're just my circle, you know, that they're, they're me, they're, they're, they're my safe net. And, um, but my other, my other ones as well, I've always had a, a really, really good circle around me and they're just amazing inside and out. So I'm so grateful for them. And last but not least my job, yo, I can't be paying my bills without my job. So I'm, I'm definitely going to uh, be grateful for that, that I have one and that I love what I do and that they have kept me around because I took off for work for quite some time <laughs> during my surgery. And, uh, but yeah, for sure. Shout out to them. Cause, uh, I can't, I can't do half the shit that I do without them paying me to do what I do. So I, I do appreciate that for sure. Amen. <clears throat> yeah. Amen. Um, Thank you so much. I think that is enough for tonight because I am all emotional out tonight. My goodness. That was a lot. Yeah, for sure. But I loved it. That was, I loved it too. We went from like super fun topics to like, you know, it got deep there, guys. It did. It did. But that's what we're all about here on the Lunchbox Chats. And that's, that's very true. Guys, it's been a great episode. Tune in next week. Yes, for sure. Thank you guys for listening. Um, if you don't know, already know about the Lunchbox Sats, we are available every Monday of each week on Spotify. Please hit that follow button. Feel free to leave us a review as well as check us out on our Instagram page. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, guys. See ya.